Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 4, Episode 24. Today we're talking about Jean Coutre, Lupierre Noel, a.k.a. Here Comes Santa Claus, a.k.a. I Believe in Santa Claus, from 1984, directed by Christian Eon. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to the dumpster. You know, I was thinking about trying to pronounce that, but I'm not even going to touch it after that because I think, you know, I don't know that much French. I, I took a class back in middle school, but that sounded pretty good. <laughs> uh, I think I said it right. I've been doing, dude, the last job I did was like translating uh, 20-something videos from English to French. Um, oh, so, wow. yeah, it's like a side job that I had. Um, so I picked up a little bit. And I just kind of had fun with it, but uh, hopefully I said that all right. Uh, we have a we have a cousin in, in France, uh, Julie's cousin, uh, Olivier Lawrence. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I wonder if I wonder if he can critique it and, and see how I did. So yeah, here we are. This is our second episode for our trashing through the snow of twenty twenty one, man. And uh, this is well, it's a French movie that was. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. That was dubbed over for uh, for U.S. Uh, uh, video release. Yeah, this dubbing is rough. I'm just gonna say that right off the bat. Oh, it 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 is glorious. Um, it is such a good time. Now, here's the thing. I found this movie in a in a thrift store. Um, I had never heard of it before, and I think I mentioned it on the live show that we did, but um. It, I thought this was the Santa Claus with John Lithgow, which is just called Santa Claus the movie, I believe. Um, right, which you actually do have also. Which I actually do have also, but I grabbed this, and it was like a buck. I was like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Um, and I brought it home. I didn't even read the back. Uh, and I brought it home, and I popped it in, and it's like this weird dubbed French movie uh, with fucking... We're going to get into it, but like Santa Claus goes to Africa, folks, and... There is a fairy and an ogre in it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, when we get to the plot crunch, maybe we'll expand on that a little bit more. But that's basically the movie. <laughs> it's bizarre. It was a pleasant surprise, right? It was one of those ones that you, it was like a blind buy. Well, I thought I was buying something else, but it's kind of like a blind buy, right? And you pop it in, you're like, oh, shit, I'm in for a treat. Well, me anyway. Well, I, I mean, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. <laughs> what what treat it actually is. So there's not too there's not too much about this film. Shocker. Uh, it's just like a it's a French Christmas movie that New World Pictures. Uh, good old Roger. Cor- we can thank Roger Corman for picking this up. <laughs> oh my God! You can't, can't get away from this guy. <laughs> so New World Pictures picks this up in '84 and. Uh, and dubs it. They're, I think they're the first people to dub the film in English, um, and they retitled it uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. And again, that original title is J'ai l'encoutré le Pierre Noël, um, which translates directly into I Met Santa Claus from French to English. Okay, got ya. And then it's released by Image Entertainment uh, on DVD as I Believe in Santa Claus. Okay, that was the other one that kept popping up when I was trying to find information on the movie on, uh, you know, the old Google machine. And I guess, like, 
that's a rights thing when they acquired it because if I'm not mistaken, it was released in conjunction with Rift Tracks or Rift Tracks picked it up and like and like did an episode on it. I haven't even heard of it because I wouldn't even know what to look for because I didn't know if it was even the same movie because of the different title, right? Yeah, same. <laughs> I wouldn't know it. Again, what did I just say? And they have some classics, dude, like Santa Claus Congress the Martians and Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny uh, for Mystery Science Theater and Rift Tracks has done them again. Um, funny shit. Funny, funny shit. I, I just can never get that image of, uh, I forget if it's Santa's spaceship or the alien spaceship, but it just looks like, I think they joke about it on Mystery Science Theater that it's a fucking chicken uh, leg or wing flying through space. I think it might be, yeah. They, like the alien, the Martians. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Santa versus the Martians, yeah. Yeah, Conquerors the Martians, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen the Rift Tracks version of this, but now I need to see it because doing like research on it, I was like, "Oh shit, they fucking riff this!" I need to see it. It's probably hilarious. I'm sure it is. I, I, I sign me up. So yeah, the lead actress of this is Kellyanne Chevril. Or and let me try that again. Kellyanne Chevril. 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 Joe, Joe, are you still there, or is that the backwards-talking man from Twin Peaks? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, she's a French uh, pop singer, actress. Hence all the singing, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. Um, she She's actually got some really fun songs, uh, particularly C, the, the song C. It's, it's really catchy. I really like it. And uh, Oh Shelly Shelly is really good, too. She apparently uh, didn't ask her producer if she could sing for this film. So after the film was wrapped and it came out, it, it, it released alongside of its soundtrack. So the soundtrack came out with... Uh, her singing on her original soundtrack, her original voice singing on the soundtrack. They fucking pulled it from the stores and then replaced it with another French singer <laughs> because the producers were like, "Nah, motherfucker, we didn't sign on this. We didn't sign off on this shit." Oh my god, that's pretty bad. And that's kind of like the only trivia's about about this movie. So yeah, uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. So with that being said, Sean, you want to plot crunch this for us? Ah, uh, okay. So, you know, speaking about another movie that we covered a long time ago that didn't have a lot of information that this film reminds me of, The Hug a Bunch, uh, in, in some ways that I'll get into as this episode progresses, but just just go into this plot crunch with that in mind. Okay. So we have this little boy whose parents, apparently it's like world news that they were captured in Africa by these like rebels and are being held captive, so he writes a letter to Santa you know, that he wants his parents back. And, uh, you know, hijinks ensue. I don't know if it's a dream or if it's really happening, to be perfectly honest, but he ends up in the North Pole. He meets Santa and the fucking fairy godmother, Mary Ellen, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Santa Santa and Mary Ellen, they fucking teleport to Africa, and uh, they, they go and look for this kid's parents, and then meanwhile, while they're trying to save the day, the kid and his friend... Uh, they get captured by an ogre and are going to get eaten alive. Yeah, that's about the long and short of it. Um, This flick is fucking bizarre, dude. That goes without saying, I, man. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm slightly speechless only because it, it's... 
it is a sight to 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 see and behold, right? And this also is a musical. Okay, there are singing numbers. Nobody sings except for uh, Karen or Callan, however you want to say her name. <sighs> yeah, un- unfortunately, this isn't as charming, in my opinion, at least as Christmas. That almost wasn't, you know. Again, not that that movie's very good, but those songs are pretty memorable. Well, those songs are also based around plot points. The songs in this movie are just like nonsense. They're they're like window dressing, right? Serious window dressing, like big time. And the thing, and the the thing is like. This was all dubbed over in English, but all of the songs are sang in English. So it's a French woman singing them in English. Oh, okay. That's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. And, sure. And, and, and the lyrics are fucking weird. You know, it's like that thing we talked about on uh, The Christmas and the Almost Wasn't, that like, if those songs were written in Italian, the translation there, uh, you know, from Italian to English it's it's just different, right? Like what those words mean in Italian and how it's sang in Italian. You wouldn't necessarily directly translate it, translate it to English, and it would come out the same, right? Does that make sense? Right. You, you shouldn't end up with "Stop all your crying business." Stop all your crying business. I, I felt like I was back in Petey Wheat Straw with that fucking woman, like rattling on in the club while they're trying to plan Petey's fu- fake death. Which which is probably like again like that's a literal English translation. Like if you were to rewrite that for like an English song, it would probably be like I don't know something like you know stop all your you know crying or you're you know whatever but you know what i'm saying that like they took it yeah. directly as a direct translation like for the song so it, it just sounds fucking wonky when you listen to it in english but it's hilarious especially like in the toy in the toy shop we'll get to the workshop that just oh, fucking that, that killed me it rivals the fucking helter skelter song from uh uh christmas that almost wasn't that, that that's a big uh that's a big thing to say, Joe. Yeah, well, those they're big shoes to fill, but they're just as fucking zany, and I'm going to be putting sound clips out the ass in this episode, so get ready. Help the skelter hustle, bustle, hurry, scurry, hippity hop, and never shilly shally, dilly dally, fiddle faddle, flippity flop. Ah, uh, you want to get into this? Yeah, here we go. We, we kick it up with that New World logo, baby. Thank you, Ro- the, our Lord and Savior, Roger Corman. Thank you for bringing us this French Christmas gem to us. Um, in the year of 2021 for us to review. Um, I got to say, though, Joe, Roger Corman should have went after Forrest Gump because <laughs> I swear to God, this music just made me think of Forrest Gump instantly. It's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I was like looking for the feather to start floating down. Da-da-da. You know, I, I can't for the life of me remember the original score from Forrest Gump. All I remember is like the soundtrack songs, you know, like Credence and shit. Yeah. Or like Three Dog Night or something. Um, yeah, I just it, immediately I'm like, is this Forrest Gump? I was like, ah, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> so, uh, so we get introduced to this kid Simon at his school, and there's kids playing in this playground, and it's very clear he's a loner, um, and he's a you know he's a sad boy, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like in the corner, like not playing with anybody. He's like got his face against a tree, and people are like, come on, Simon, play. You're a scaredy cat, you fucking dork or whatever. <laughs> Well, then the one kid, he kicks this ball through a window, and they do this amazing slow-mo shot of him, like, putting his hand over his mouth, like, oh, my <laughs> God! <laughs> like, that coupled with, like, the bad dubbing, it is exactly just fucking glorious. 
So this ball goes through this window, and I, I yeah, like uh, he's like a groundskeeper or like a janitor <sighs> or something for the school. Uh, yeah, this guy that they refer to as an ogre, who then later turns into the oh, well, we'll talk about it. The, the literal ogre of the story. Uh, he yeah. comes out and he's like, "All right, who threw the fucking ball?" And the kids are like, "Oh, he did." And poor Simon standing against the tree, like with his fucking hands around his face, like Macaulay Culkin. And this guy goes over to this kid and, like, grabs him by the dome and, like, jerks him by the ear. He's like, all right, motherfucker, come here, you. And he, like, sticks him in the chokey. Well, he puts him in uh, Harry Potter's fucking, you know, bedroom under the staircase. <laughs> oh, he's in he's in there with the people under the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Dobby's in there. Oh, another visitor. Roach is in there. Uncle Frank's in there. Yeah, they're, they're all in there. They're all hanging out. Like, oh, hey, Simon, you're back. All right. <laughs> Want to play a hand of cards? Go fish. Ah, all right. (laughs) So he's in this thing, and he, like, sees the Santa Claus decoration and shit. And the whole thing is, like, his parents are gone. And he lives with his grandmother. And, like, his one wish for Christmas is that um, his parents, you know, Santa can deliver him his parents. So he gets to write in this fucking letter. Unfortunately, he doesn't know that his parents were part of a secret uh, scientific operation at Oscorp. And uh, <laughs> they, were, they were brutally murdered in an airplane 20 years ago. This is true. And they've been hiding out in Africa ever since, yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out that, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 commentary tracks we did with Tony from Hack the Movies, that, uh... Patreon exclusives to Movie Dumpster and, uh, Hack the Movies, if you all are, uh, Patreons for both of those. That's the plug. Oh, and, and before we move on from Hack the Movies, uh, Joe, you were just on it, again! I was, uh, yeah, I, it premiered, uh, yesterday as of this record, uh, as of this, uh, drop. I was on the Lord of the Rings episode, the Fellowship of the Ring, with the lovely Johanna and, of course, Tony. So go check that out. Head over to Hack the Movies, get like, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and uh, and yeah, check it out. And and then you might as well just go back and listen to Jack Frost two again after this. Like fuck it, just do the complete the loop. Yeah, you you got to catch up, you know, because this is the second one, baby. This is the second Trashing the Snow episode. So, uh, so this kid's at home, and we're introduced to his grandmother, and again, like, he, his parents are gone, They're, they went on an expedition to Africa, and never returned, and just to, like, hit it home, he's got this fucking poster above his bed of the ugly duckling. <laughs> Like, like we didn't get it enough that, like, he's this outcast weirdo kid, like, he really had to fucking nail it home with that. Yeah, talk about on the nose. It's, it's so on the nose, the pimple's, like, hitting the forehead. So, yeah, he kisses his picture goodnight, and he's like, oh, I, all I want for Christmas is my parents. I'm going to write a letter to Santa. And right out of the fucking gate, Karen's singing. Bits of string and a thing, colored lights and angel rings, like the star in the sky that the wise men followed by. We prepare Christmas Day. Fuck every other religion, the Jewish and the Muslims, burn in hell. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Um... I'll tell you what, man, she's looking good. She can sing to me all day if she'd like. <laughs> well, the thought literally never crossed my mind, but sure. <laughs> so uh, she sings her song. And again, it has nothing to do even like with the plot. It's just like a it's just like a divergence from what's happening. It's not like it is about Santa Claus. 
It's about well, it's about Christmas and how fun Christmas is, yeah. And like the odds and ends of doing Christmas things and and family or whatever and getting excited for it. I gotta say though, these kids look like fucking drones. They look like they're about to fall over with you know drool <laughs> hanging out of their mouth. They gotta be on some MD ouds or something. They look like zombies. Yes, please sing to us. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have another candy cane laced with cyanide, please? <laughs> well, then she asks them like, "What do you want?" for christmas little boy little girl and the one kid's like i want a robot and i'm sitting there like okay we talking like the rocky four robot it's gonna come out and hand him a beer bring the birthday cake out or is this gonna be chopping ball and this kid's head's gonna get blown up like what are we what are we talking about or does he want like a fucking achilles uh robot jocks robot you know who knows <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go inside and start fucking piloting it around i've uh santa i've already killed you <laughs> santa gets into like his own mech he, he goes into the uh the other one with the uh the dick thing but it's like I don't know. Go back and listen to that Robot Jocks episode if you want to know what we're talking about. Instead of the dick mace, it's just like a giant like candy cane dick yeah, that comes go. out and like, yeah, punches him. In. Yeah, could be. C- completed the thought for me. So, um, so yeah, they're writing letters to Santa. Well, he's writing his right down to the wire. Yeah, well, well, that's the assignment, right? It's, it's like, oh, it's fun because it's Christmas. Like, everybody writes their letters to Santa, what they want and stuff. And Simon, our main our main character, like, he's like, I, can I go to the bathroom? Because I don't want to write a letter in class because it's personal or something. Yeah. So he, like, goes outside, and the window that was broke that he didn't break, the fucking guy who's, like, repairing it, like, balls up some fucking, like, window paste and, like, just snowballs this kid right in the fucking mouth with this shit. I I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe that actually happened. I was laughing so hard because here's this, like, 40-year-old guy, like, (laughs) bullying this fucking, like, six-year-old kid. Yeah, and then sticking his tongue out, but he might as well have been. This kid's got a big, like, this big wad of shit on his face. I mean, just imagine that this is like a kid's movie, for crying out loud. Oh, the French. (sighs) Gotta love them. The teacher's like, well, what what happened to your face? And he's like, he's like, oh, nothing. And she's like, all right, well, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, I just want my parents back, my father back. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, <laughs> well make sure you ask Santa, okay? Bye. Well, then Grandma's reading the newspaper, and like I said in that plot crunch, it's literally, like, in the paper. Like, two French nationals captured in Africa, and she's like, oh, I don't know. We can't <laughs> tell Simon about this. It's, it, she says fucking, no hope of finding French couples alive. Oh, uh, yeah. Taken hostage by the African rebels, and Grandma's just like, oh, that, yeah, that's a that's a bad fucking roll of the dice there, kiddo. My, my, my kid is dead. And, like, is that her son or daughter that's captured? Like, I guess we don't ever find out. Well, yeah, she's Grandma. Before before the fucking Simon leaves school, he runs into that to that gra- that janitor guy again, and he like says some fucked up shit like, "Oh, on Christmas Day I'm gonna roast you and eat you with oyster stuffing, you little shit," and then like laughs at him and then like runs like the kid runs away and I'm like, "What is wrong with this man? Nobody loved him. Not the kid, well, the, the old guy. You think he, you, you think that may be foreshadowing? That's gonna be Simon when he grows up? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think. How did someone end up like that? Whipping a goddamn like fastball more or less at a kid's fucking face. <laughs> I love I love how when they're talking about like the dis like you know the dis- they they see the the disappearance of the. Uh, of mom and dad in the paper. Right. And they're just like, yeah, they sent an ultimatum to the French, the, the African, uh, you know, rebels sent an ultimatum to the French embassy. 
And, uh, yeah, it expired two months ago, so I don't think, uh, I don't think they're alive anymore. They're definitely dead. They're definitely decapitated somewhere in a fucking field. Imagine Santa gets there and they're just, like, fucking covered in flies, just the heads on, like, stumps. <laughs> on fucking pikes? Yeah, dude, yeah. Tony did them in, maybe. Exactly. So, yeah, so this is when he writes his, his letter to Santa, and then he's finishing it at school right up to the wire, like, last possible second handing it in. Dear Santa, don't bring me any toys, nothing but Peter, Kate, Buzz, Megan, Linny, and Jeff, and my aunt and my cousins, and if he has time, my Uncle Frank. Love, Simon. And, uh, he's gonna hand deliver it. He sure is. Well, they get on this fucking bus ride now. <laughs> right. Stop all your crying business. What for? Cause there's a Father Christmas. You sure? Leaves in Rovani Yemi that's in Labyrinth, you should know. Yeah, she says it a lot, and, and I wanted to, like, rip my ears off. I think it's funny. I, I love listening to people sing in English that isn't their first language. I, I mean, there's some appeal to that. It's interesting. There's something about it. I just like it. I, I don't know. I just like it. Like, I love hearing her as a French woman sing these songs in English because they're just... So, it's so ridiculous. And it's like this weird, like, synth kind of score. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, It's weird, though. Like, let's talk about the music for a second here because I feel like a lot of the movie is... I don't want to say, like, generic, like, Christmassy music because that's not the right word for it. But you're right. Like, once they get to the North Pole, all of a sudden they're, like, breaking out the fucking synth. It's like, what? Did the movie, like, go through a different dimension? Did it go through a... You know, a Cumdar portal or, or or Buchanan portal? Like, what happened? Well, especially, especially, yeah, when we do the, when we get to the fucking toy shop, because there's like, there, well, first we go on a class trip to the airport. Yay. The whole thing here is like, these, this is an airport. Isn't it great? We're going to pretend we're in a plane and we're going to fly to New York City for Christmas or something. But they see on the, uh, you know, outgoing flights, the, uh, the North Pole, specifically, Rovanani, Nanmi. I'm not sure how to say that. I, I think it's Rovanemi or Rovanimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in well, it's in Lapland in Finland. So if y'all are familiar, familiar, the origins of Santa Claus, whether it's Scandinavian or Finnish, is up for debate. But um, the original Santa Claus comes from Finland, and specifically the Corvintunturi uh, fell. Um, is, is where he originated from, and he was known as Jolup, Jolupuki, I believe, and that was before Christianity, and that was a, he was a pagan Nordic shaman who was dressed up, and he dressed up like animals, and he was a symbol of fertility. So uh, Jolupuki translates directly into Yule goat. So it's hmm. yeah, so it's like a it's like a Yule tide tradition, or a Yule tide spirit that they would honor from the forest, right? Um, and basically what, what he would do is he'd dress up like a goat and he would scare the shit out of people and, and to get them to give him presents. So the original idea there is that you didn't get presents. You were like attacked by this fucking Yule goat man and he wanted presents from you. Yeah. I remember reading that before now that you're, you're talking about that. And uh, that's kind of like the the Santa origin. I sorry, I went off on kind of like a side tangent, but now like this, this is important stuff that the listeners need to know that that we need to cover, Joe. Well, it's also it's also interesting because like I thought, like you know, we we talk about like Sinterklaas and stuff like that. Like he's even older than that. Yeah. Um, and then the pa- direct Papo Gijo. Yeah, and like the direct uh, 
correlation between St. Nicholas and Santa Claus um, is somebody else entirely. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, that's like a whole thing where like other religions are just co-opting fucking shit and that's been a problem for like hundreds of years. Well, yeah, and it's the adaption thereof through different religions. But like St. Nicholas specifically was a Greek Christian bishop. Um... And he existed in, like, he was a real guy, apparently, who, like, existed in a Byzantine empire in, like, a pre-Turkey. Um, so it's Turkish, so there's a little bit of argument there that Santa Claus's origins come from uh, Turkey. But, again, like, we're talking pre-Christian when we're talking about uh, Jolupuki, you know what I mean? If I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. No, for sure. I just, uh, that that's just, like, a thing. Uh, you know, like, just Halloween and sewing you know, basically getting co-opt, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, basically taking over, you know, losing a lot of that original meaning from the, you know, the indigenous people from the different uh, nations around the world. Sure. And, and, and Christmas is literally the replacement of Yule. That's like the right. feast of Yule is Christmas. That's what exactly. It uh, just replacing the, um, the pagan tradition and conveniently having, uh, Christ's birth on the same day. But anyway, um, <laughs> well, you know, if you actually went to your CCD classes, Joseph, uh, they will tell you that, uh, they moved it closer to then for reasons that I forget. So I obviously didn't study very hard, but they moved it, they moved it closer to that to overshadow the original, um, religions, the pagan religions. Um, <laughs> but, makes sense to me, <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know, who, you know, you know what, you know, what's a great, um, like that keeps in tradition with that idea, a uh, rare exports. Have you ever seen that? No. It has this idea that Santa is like a wild man of the woods. It's similar to 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 this uh, the Jolapuki or whatever. It's similar to that where like each year like a new Santa is captured. It, it's a whole thing, man. We we got it. We got to cover it. All right. It's kind of interesting. It was a short film that was turned into like a horror film, like a docu-style film turned into like a horror oh. film. Oh. It's 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 really fun. We we should definitely cover it at some point, even maybe in a short form. But uh but yeah, anyway, let's take a fantasy plane ride, shall we? Uh, well, actually, we're taking a real fucking plane ride. <laughs> I don't know how these kids... They... Okay, so Simon and his friend, I believe her name was like Elodie. Elodie, yeah. They somehow... Again, I, I feel like this is a dream, but it's non-consequential to the rest of the film. Or inconsequential. Uh, they just get like kind of like plucked out of the uh, group and are like, oh yeah, no, yeah, these kids are supposed to come with us and they get given these like passes and then get like put on the plane and it's like very clear that they're by themselves and they're like eight maybe there is a through line with this movie that runs that 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 runs through it where this kid constantly says stuff like well if i wish it it'll come true and if i will it it will come true and like even well that's because his grandpa told him before he passed away you know if you just wish on something long enough simon it'll come true but it'll also give you an ulcer because i want it to happen so it will and this woman comes out of nowhere and like puts on like these boarding passes and like oh you're the two children we've been looking for quick get on the fucking plane to 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 uh what the fuck is it Rovanemi to someplace way colder than France. Let's put it this way, and they are not dressed properly. I I fully expect them to come out like it. Like I'm not trying to say if this really happened because it's about Santa Claus and an ogre in Finland. But <laughs> I just imagine it that it would be like cool runnings when they first come out of the airport and they're just blasted with snow and they're like frozen immediately. It's also the thing of like it's not that far away, right? When we think of like how far Finland is from here, but like. 
you know, we're in Europe, and it, everything's pretty close together. Um, we're talking a couple-hour plane ride, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Right? To get to Finland, if that, from France? I, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe my geography's off, but that sounds about right, give or take. But they're just, you know... I'm nitpicking that shit, but I'm just saying I thought it was funny that they, you know, they get off the airplane with their just their standard ass winter coats and they're like, all right, Santa's, uh, you know, his workshop's kind of that way. Let's just start walking. Dude, it's so funny, though, because they're like eating food in like fucking first class and like on the plane and and they're just like oh what are we doing we get there he's like i don't know santa's there we'll figure it out and and elodie starts crying and it's like i wonder if this was in the script or if this kid just started to crack (laughs) he's like it's okay elodie it'll be fine what is this your first plane ride oh yeah you scared flying without your parents yeah we yeah we get it we're not gonna ask you where your where your folks are but anyway yeah we'll get back to that shortly because, uh, yeah, they step off the plane and they, they start walking in the woods and Simon's like, wow, this is fabulous. They don't know where to go. And they're like, well, teacher said the Santa's workshop's in the middle of a forest in a village. So there's the forest and we'll just walk into the middle of the forest and find it. This movie, you know, I'll reference it again, uses kind of a Christmas that almost wasn't logic where everything's like super close to wherever the characters are because they get there more or less like... Pretty quickly, like, they don't freeze to death or anything. They're not, like, uh, you know, keeling over hungry. Santa finds them pretty quickly. Dude, that sun is going down, and those kids are dying of exposure. (laughs) That's what I'm saying! They're losing a few fingers and toes. Oh, yeah, they got frostbite out the ass. Because, like, they're, like, convincing themselves. They're like, oh, we're not hungry. I'm definitely not hungry, and I'm definitely not tired. Uh, I'm definitely not cold. We're walking through a desert or whatever. And then they hear, like, a wolf, and they, like, freak out. But you find out it's just Santa's wolf dog. Uh, so the kids are like ready to roll over and die. They look like fucking childs in McCready, <laughs> like at the end of the thing. Oh my god, you're not wrong. And uh, he's like, "Don't go to sleep. You'll die in the cold." There comes the fucking those J I N G L E bells, man. Because fucking Santa rolls up in his sleigh and he's like, "Oh, you kids, what are you doing out here? This to get in the sleigh, would you? There? Have I introduced you to my son Pino?" <laughs> You know he's dropping a bottle of Jack as he's walking oh, over. Dude, Santa's had more than one nip uh, at this point of the night, right? <laughs> he's been hitting that eggnog all day long. For sure. This fucking dog runs up. I, it's supposed to be a wolf, but this dog runs up. And they're like, oh my god. And Santa's like, don't be scared. Uh, if you believe wolves are nice, they're nice. And if you believe they're mean, they're mean. And that's it. That's the way this works. Okay, he's my puppy. Let's go. Good thing he didn't try to use this logic in Bad Moon. Dennis the Menace would have been fucked. <laughs> Could you imagine if Dennis was like, you're a nice werewolf, right? Gets his head. I mean, he almost gets his head ripped off as it is, but that could have went really bad, really south. His fucking face gets cleaved off like Chucky in Child's Play 3 with one swipe. Mr. Wilson would be very happy. So he takes these kids back to the fu- his house, and they're like, Okay, kids, get on the bed, why don't you? And they, like, fall asleep, and then, I don't know, Santa's being creepy. He's, like, making them cocoa and shit and kissing them on the forehead and stuff. And he's like, okay, so how how can I help you? As he takes his belt buckle off. <laughs> Is it hot in here? Maybe. So, like, they're here, we'll talk about what actually happens, but they're here for, like, I don't know, like, what would you say, three or four days? Uh, yeah, give or overall. take. Overall. Yeah, give or take. Let's just say this isn't a dream. Let's, well, let's keep that, let's keep those days in pocket, right? For the, especially for the end. Sure. I, because 
Elodie's parents, at least, have to be wondering where the fuck their child is. I mean, I get the other kid's trying to find his parents, but, like, the other kid, like, is she homeless? Does she have parents? Well, I have a theory on that, too. Oh, okay, okay. I just, I had to bring that up, because the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this is, like, bizarre. Like, somebody's, somebody's not looking for this kid. Well, to your point of this all being a dream, like, I think... Elodie is like made up in his head like he's oh, like she's his like invisible friend or like imaginary friend you think uh, maybe and then I guess you know just the way this movie ends I guess it isn't a dream but I it, I'm not really sure how anything makes sense this is like a fucking movie dumpster universe the film but Elodie is still a non-corporeal form in my opinion I could see it yeah um so you know, Santa's like, oh, tell me your names. And they tell him his names, and he's like, make some breakfast and shit. <laughs> he pulls up his uh, his directory on a computer. Oh, wait a second. First, he's looking through his book, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck this. Not even prunes in there. Apricot? No, prunes. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan either. And then he goes over to his fucking uh, dial 3615 Père Noël computer, and he's like, here, I'll pull it up. I got the old internet here. Oh, there's your name. Elodie Elodie Pere and Simon Whatevers, uh, you want a doll? Oh, and you want your parents back. Special note, they're in Africa. Lost. Uh-oh. And he's like, okay, Santa, can you help me out or what? And he's, Santa's like, what the fuck did he say? Oh, you're the little boy who wants his parents for Christmas, right? Uh, it's not a toy there, kiddo. It's politics, and you don't want politics in your stocking. <laughs> Come check out my reindeer. Look, just forget this conversation ever happened, kids. <laughs> Let's just forget about your folks, because they're probably dead in a concentration camp somewhere. Isn't Rudolph handsome? <laughs> it literally cuts to them, like him, like the, the reindeer, like pulling like elves and canoes to the workshop. <laughs> yeah. Right, because we go from the reindeer to the to the workshop, and the first shot in the workshop are like these demented, like. I don't know what, like, baby, you know, baby <laughs> doll uh, monsters with these fucking jingle bells. I love, I love how he's like, okay, kiddos, let's go to my workshop. I'm going to turn you into one of those elven freaks, my slaves. Come on. I only have, I only have six of them. I need eight. I also love how both of us are just so close to just that Christmas story, Santa. Every time we start doing the voice, I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> That, that's just my Santa voice, dude, yeah, like, no. straight up. I mean, it's either that or Mickey Rooney, take your pick. Well, yeah, the moon, the stars. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's crazy Mickey Rooney Santa. Uh, just, just, yeah. Uh, so then the elves come in, and uh, they meet the kids, you know, full on in, in the uh, workshop. They get into this workshop, and it's like this epic fucking synth music. And then, uh... There she is. Now she's not a teacher anymore, man. She's a fucking full-fledged fairy. She's dressed like Cinderella or some shit going to the ball. And now her name's Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen the fairy. And she's she's singing and she's like, Wash your face and take your place and slave away night and day and whatever. Stop it too, red and blue. They go on the flowers, not you. Wash your face. Take your place. 
And then meanwhile, Santa's in the back. Like, you know those uh, robot Santas that, like, you know, shake and, and move their ass? Like, that's basically what he's doing. He's, like, doing the fucking can-can behind her. <laughs> but not no lyrics, just kind of, like, wiggling his tummy. It, it is fucking bizarre. It is something that you... It's one of those things that you just need to see, right? To believe it. Oh, yeah. Because, again, like... I, again, there's a French woman singing these English, these lyrics in English, and they don't really make fucking any sense. And she's talking about an elf, like stealing an elephant toy or something, and he's like a bad Nicholas or some shit. It's fucking weird. Give it back, silly boy. Elephants are children's star, little thief. And it goes on for a while. Oh, yeah. So then this is where they find out that, oh, yeah, you see that forest over there? Don't go in there. The ogre lives in there. It's the kingdom of the ogre, and he eats kids and makes them clean his house, and then he fucks them and kills them and then eats them. Yeah. I, I don't know how Santa knows this, because he straight up says when they get there, you're the first children that have ever made it here. This is amazing. Because they didn't get through that fucking forest, dude. That's why. You think he just tells every kid that comes up there that, and then after he gets bored of him, he just gives him to the ogre. He's like, all right, take care of this for me. Santa's got his own agenda, right? He, when he, when the kids need to disappear, he's like, go into that forest, and there's a magic sleigh somewhere. See you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, get him out of here. Into the, <laughs> there you into go. the forest. No. <laughs> See you later, Santa. Yes, okay. Merry Christmas. So then we get more of this letter shit where Santa now is like, hands Mary Ellen the letter. He's like, how could you believe this? A little boy who doesn't want toys? <laughs> his fa his family's trapped in Africa. Well, he came all the way here to see me. That's pretty brave. I gotta fucking repay him. What do you think, Mary Ellen? And she's like, Santa, where are they in Africa? Africa's like a giant continent. Where are they? <laughs> He's like, oh, well, you'll figure it out. You're a magic fairy. She might as well lick her finger, put it in the air, and click her fucking heels because they literally teleport to Africa. And, Joe, just what you said. Africa is one of the largest continents in the world. <laughs> like, it could, they could be anywhere. They're like a, a, a thread through a fucking needle. They're like within a mile of where they need to be. They go, oh, destination Africa. And she's like, okay, here we go, Santa Claus. And she, like, waves her wand and... Boom, they're in fucking Africa, in the middle of the fucking Serengeti, right? <laughs> and then she keeps, like, busting uh, Santa's balls because they're, like, kind of running towards where they think his parents are uh, being kept. She's like, come on, Santa, you slowpoke. He's like, oh, he's like, it's kind of warm with this regalia on. They are literally running around Africa. They're, they have no means of transportation. There is no magic Anything happening, they are hoofing it across the fucking plains of Africa to find these people. What are the odds they'll find them? Uh, apparently pretty well, because she's like, look, a lady scarf. Oh, there's tire <laughs> tracks going that way. We should go that way. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, again, I get it. It's a kid's movie. It's obviously going to end in a happy fashion. Sure. But I, it's just like, come on, man. That's crazy. I don't know what the fuck happens next. Like, Elodie is, like, called by the fucking <laughs> ring, dude, because she gets out of bed and she looks at the she looks at the forest and it's just like, Shia Baggins. And she's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go right into that fucking woods now. Here I go. Well, I'm going to take this puppy with me. Yeah, she takes this fucking German Shepherd puppy with her. 
at first you think she's like walking him, and then Simon looks out, so he's like, oh no, they don't go towards the far, she's like nowhere near it, by the way, at this point. It takes them another like 10 minutes to get to the, like to actually get there, because they're walking through the stone, he's like, stop, wait, and he like falls down, he's like, don't go in there, I'm scared, she's like, I'm scared too, but I want to see an ogre, come on, he's like, come on, we should turn back. And then, literally, two fucking wooden spears fly at them and land at their feet. And they get caught by this by the ogre, played by the guy, the janitor guy. Right, and, and he says, more or less, like, oh, you're going to clean my house and do my chores, and then once you're done, I'm going to eat you. So, Simon, to his credit, has a pretty good idea. I don't know how this would possibly last as long as it does, but again, it's a kid's movie. That, well, if we just do a really lousy job cleaning up, and if we keep making messes will never get eaten well it's a good plan but there was some disgusting shit happening here because like this ogre guy's a fucking sadist dude he's like he's like oh yeah good meal in a clean house that's what i'm talking about clean those fucking floors there baby and then i'm gonna fucking eat you you know what i'm saying and like he keeps eyeing the dog up and like threatens to eat it a bunch of times but never does oh yeah well he puts it between two pieces of bread and like goes to eat it <laughs> and like fucks with the kids like he's a sadist man he's fucking yeah. crazy disgusting so while this is all going on oh this part's fucking this is one of my favorite parts santa is sweating his asshole yeah he's like i forgot my my summer suit so for some reason he thinks it's a a wise idea again in africa (laughs) to just go take a little uh dip in the uh water boy am i am i hot i can't wait to go cool off in this wonderful pool of water that's full of shit and and animal stuff yeah, and then immediately you see this big ass crocodile get in the water. And they literally this is this is actually happening in the movie. He's getting like nematodes and leeches and all kinds of disgusting bacteria all over him. And he's in that this fucking dirty water hole. And he's like, Come on in, kiddo. He's like, take off that fairy suit and get down to your skivvies and jump in. She's like, No, this crocodile's in there, you fucking idiot. And he's like, Crack a what? Oh shit. <laughs> But this crocodile legitimately gets really close to the actor. And then Santa's like, whoa, and he, like, runs out. Mind you, this man goes into this fucking watering hole, like, full in in full regalia. And he comes out, and he's just, like, this soaking wet, stinking <laughs> fat man, like, baking in the sun with all this disgusting water all over him. And then he just has to keep hoofing it. Yeah, and then they they just keep on trucking because we cut back to the fucking ogre and he's like, take off my boots, massage my feet, and come here, take your clothes off and clean my clean my house, and then I'm gonna eat you. Why do you want us to take off your clothes, ogre? Don't worry about it. I didn't say that. Maybe I did. <laughs> so then we go back to Santa and Mary. There's a lot of back and forth here, you know, naturally, big time. But like, okay, just to put this into perspective for you guys or for the for you folks at home. Um, we go from Santa getting dis- in, in his disgusting watering hole and coming out and almost getting eaten by crocodiles. He's like, okay, let's go. And then the fucking ogre's like, yeah, massage my feet, take my boots off, clean my house, and then I'll eat you. And then it fucking smash cuts back to Africa. And <laughs> then we get the fairy lady, like, talking to monkeys about Santa Claus. And, like, she talks monkey. She speaks monkey. She's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I'm like, where's Cybo, man, when you need him? 
He's like, you mean you talk monkey talk? And she's like, yeah, of course, I can understand him, but yeah, I'm, I'm talking to him. And she's like, well, the mommy monkey told the daddy monkey that that's Santa Claus, and the kid monkeys want the presents. And they're like, isn't that early? It's not, it's the 23rd, it's not the 24th, it's not the 25th, it's not Christmas. What do they have, summer fucking Jack Frost, uh, banana margaritas in this present <laughs> she materializes? Dude, that's what she gives him, because Santa's like, oh, well, you're my fairy, you can make all the things happen. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. Make it so, number one. And she does. She fucking gives these monkeys presents. And I'm like, do monkeys get fucking presents for Christmas, man? I, I In this movie, they do. I guess so. They open them up, and guess what it is? Bananas, and they love it. They're eating it up. They're loving life. <laughs> okay, that's great. Let's keep going. We're on a mission. And and then, like, somehow, somewhere, I don't remember how this even happens, but Santa and Mary Ellen, I think Mary Ellen actually just summons it, are in, like, a horse and buggy? No, no, no. It just cuts to them in a fucking horse oh. and buggy. Like, one of the natives has, like, picked them up off the side of the road. They're, like, hitchhiking along the fucking beach. But then all these jeeps fucking pull up and these guys with machine guns come out. <laughs> Dude, cue fucking U2's do they know it's Christmas, man, because they ask all these people in this village. They're like, oh, do you know where these people went? Like, And they're like, you're Santa Claus. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. We know it's not Christmas yet. Where's this kid's parents? And they're like, oh, I don't know. They went far away somewhere. Don't know. Hmm, okay. And yeah, and then Coney fucking captures him. And throws him in prison. And somehow, I guess, like, this wasn't explained yet, but Mary Ellen's magic only works if she has the magic wand. And she drops it. But, and Simon's parents are also there, like, in jail. <laughs> of course! Who else would it be? And the whole thing is, like, this warlord guy. I don't, I don't, it's a rebel, I guess. I don't know if it's a warlord or a rebel. I'm just assuming it's rebels because there's a lot of strife in Africa that just has been going on for like what feels like decades. Sure, but let me put it this way. I don't know who the good guys and the bad guys are. I think the villagers are definitely the good people. They're just kind of being lorded over and are trying to make it from one day to the next. I don't know. He's a, It's a militia. Let's put it that way. Yes. And yes. the idea is... So Simon's parents were in Africa on an expedition for what we don't know. What they do, we don't know. The scientists, remember? But by keeping them there, he's trying to strike a deal with the French government to overturn the government in Africa. And I'm like, dude, that is not how that fucking works, man. And what you're a militia of like 10 people. What are you talking about? You know, it's a pretty good idea now that I think about that. I should call Burger King and say, you know what? Can you get the Big Mac off McDonald's menu, please? <laughs> I have a big problem with Big Macs. Can, come on, can you do me a solid? Otherwise, they're going to kill these fucking two people. That's basically, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I Americanized it. Uh, so... Santa and the fairy, like, try to ambush the village, and they get caught because she's talking too loud. And he's like, oh, way to go, you big mouth fucking fairy. Now we're caught. Right. I completely forgot that's how they got caught. That is just so stupid. Because Santa's like, yeah, we got to be real quiet. And she's like, huh? What? what? So in this whole process, she loses her fucking uh, uh, magic wand, and she gets taken in by... Uh, the 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 militia people the militia leader guy and he's like and he's like oh, what are you doing here and he they're like uh i'm Santa claus and this is a fairy and we're trying to fulfill this kid's wishes where he wants his parents back and you have them in a jail cell and he's like what are you talking about he's like are you are you are you from moscow 
are you Russian? Are you CIA, FBI? And they're like, no, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> and I'm a fairy. And then he locks them up with <laughs> Simon's parents. And Santa is fucking pissed. Santa's like, how the fuck am I supposed to deliver toys now? Shit. He's like, it's Christmas Eve. Damn it, Mary Ellen, you it's asshole. Mary-, <laughs> Mary Ellen, it's all your fault. What do you mean you dropped your fucking magic wand? We're fucked. You ruined Christmas. We're going to be eating this fucking coconut slop for the rest of our lives. Get used to it. Uh, by the way, your son's very nice, folks. <laughs> He's at my uh, log cabin. Then we go back to the fucking ogre's whatever, cave or house or what have you. And, you know, of course, the ogre, to make it even worse, is sexist. He asks, uh, you know, LD to do the laundry. Well. And she, <laughs> she picks up this bucket of fucking, like, slop water and just is like, Meh, fuck it, and just throws it all over the floor. By the way, the reason why the ogre's making them clean the house is because he cannot fucking stand dirt, right? He can't stand anything being, like, gross or disgusting. Right. So he's like, you gotta clean my fucking gross house. And yeah, so it's just more of the kids, like, dirtying up the house so they just have to keep cleaning it up. And Simon's like, yep, it's gonna take us another fucking 12 hours to clean this, so I know you're hungry, but forget it. Bye. So we cut back to Africa again, and I promise we'll stay in Africa now until the end. <laughs> until we get back. Until to, we get back yeah. to the to the wrap up of the story. So we're in Africa again, and the little kids, Coney's kids. There's like six of them. Yeah. And they're like, "You think he's the real Santa? I don't know if he's the real Santa. I think he's the real Santa. Let's go ask him if he's the real Santa." So these kids hatch a plan. They steal the guns from the guards, and they're just firing off rounds in the middle of like the fucking of the planes like behind this tree and and uh the militia leader and the rest of them like go running over to the tree they're like oh shit it's war or whatever blah 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 so they're like shooting at the tree like they could have killed these kids first of all yeah and then these other kids these other kids go into the hut now and mind you it's not like a gate there's no lock on it it's just like a fucking cloth door one kid goes in and he's like and he comes back out, and he's like, it's Santa. He told me he's Santa. And they're like, really? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, Santa, you're free. And he's like, oh, really? Okay. Come on, everybody. Come out of the hut now. We're free. <laughs> and then, like, I guess Santa just can only be teleported. Like, like Mary Ellen can only teleport one other person because they're like, all right, Simon's parents, there's a Jeep there. Just you'll, <laughs> you'll be okay. Why? Why the fuck don't they fucking teleport them back to the North Pole? Why? Why did they give him a jeep? Because maybe, again, this is all a dream, and somehow Simon's parents just escaped. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe they did. I, I was also thinking, like, yeah, this is like a heavily fortified area. I hope they don't hit a fucking landmine. Man, I, I, I guess. Like, that. that is a dangerous fucking thing, because now they're still on the run. They have to get back to the African embassy. They have to get the fuck out of Africa. They have to get cleared and all that kind of shit. But, I mean, what if they run out of gas? Like, Africa's huge, lest we... Yeah, what if they get killed by a fucking lion or something? Like, yeah. who knows? Or a hippo, maybe. World's most dangerous animal. One of. So, Santa's like, okay, we did a good deed. Back to the North Pole. <laughs> and I guess he's, like, going in to tell Simon, like, hey, Simon, we broke your, your folks out, but they're kind of on their own until they get back to France, buddy. And they're not there. Well, Mary Ellen's like, oh, Santa! I knew it! I knew it! Look at these footprints!
sense. Like, they would be for... They went right into the forest where I told them not to go. And he's like, oh, shit, I'll get the elves. You go ahead. Yeah, he summons the elf troops while Mary Ellen sings again. Um, okay. Santa has a whopping total of six elves that join him. And Mary Ellen, for some reason transforms herself into Little Red Riding Hood and then sings a song about it. Now, I'm okay with the costume change, right? Like, I'm here for that. Like, sign me up. But, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Five for two and feeling very strange Eyes are blue and tears like falling rain Feel a bit like Little Red Riding Hood And then they also throw this really weird, like, blue overlay on top of this song. I feel a bit like Little Red Riding... Well, you turned into Little Red Riding Hood, so yeah, I would... Yeah, I guess so. More like Little Blue fucking Hood. I, I, I don't really get the overlay. It's weird. It's like the only time in the movie they do this. I don't know. She's not in there. For, you know what it might be? It might be Ogre Vision, dude, because he grabs her, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's watching her. This bitch just can't keep her mouth shut. She's singing through the fucking Ogre Forest, and he grabs her. She likes to get caught by being very loud all the time. And wouldn't you know it, she gets dropped off at the fucking, you know, she thinks, you think she's like has a plan to save the kids, right? She gets dropped in the ogre den, and he's going to eat them all. With cream cheese. Yeah, with cream cheese dressing. And Simon's like, great, you're a fairy, you get us out of here. She's like, oh, guess what? My magic doesn't work in the ogre kingdom, sorry. This is like the worst fairy godmother ever. If her magic doesn't work, then how the fuck did she do the costume change? I blame John Hurt. Don't lie to me, you fucking liar. She she wanted the kids to break her out of there because because you did it. You you were triumphant, right? Like like the kid got them out, not me, not magic. The 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 power of the human will, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Danny Aiello told us all about that. Danny Aiello's fucking smiling and waving like Mufasa from the sky. Uh, talks from the dark side. Way to go, way to go, kiddo. Way to go, Simon. That's my nephew. Yeah, Santa's going to get a soak before he comes to save him. <laughs> going to the big soak in the sky, dude, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, you're right, though, Joe. It is one of those things where they want the kid character to yeah. save the day. And he, he basically pushes a torch into a, a rope that has a chandelier and it drops on the fucking ogre. Not before. Y- yes, that happens. But not before, like, Mary Ellen, like, is talking to this ogre, like, give me some sugar, baby. Scandalous type of way. She, she, she's like, she's like, yeah, you, you want to eat me first? Cause I got more padding. You know what I'm saying? You want, you want to fucking lube me up in some of that French dressing, a little parsley, a little rosemary. What do you say? Eating out tonight, big guy or what? And, and it's just like, okay. And the fucking, yeah. And then right. The, you know, the kid drops a chandelier on his head and Santa kicks down the door. He's like, okay, elves go beat him up. Give him a good wallop. And then uh, that they take out the ogre. They don't even take out the ogre. The ogre's fucking taken out by the kid. And it's just funny because... Oh, yeah. And Mary Ellen's just like, oh, yeah, way to go, Santa. You got here a little too late. And then they just start frolicking in the snow. And- you did it, Simon. You, 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 you did it. You're amazing. And congratulations. Uh, your parents? I don't know. You'll see. Merry Christmas. And then they fucking... 
load up the truck, and they fucking head to Beverly, man, because they're flying in the fucking sleigh now, and you're like, okay, is the movie almost over yet? Is he going to be reunited with his parents? No, because we have to go on a fucking trip with Santa Claus across the, f- I don't know, across the world to deliver presents. They literally go past the fucking airplane, and speak of, speaking of John Lithgow, uh, I, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, it's a nightmare at 20,000 yeah, feet. Some guy looks out the window, looks like he, like, shits himself. I'm surprised <laughs> the pilot didn't fucking hit a, the side of a mountain after seeing that. If that the elves, man, that was the gremlin. It was one of the elves, yeah. I, and then Santa goes like supersonic and is like moving around like the flash at, at, at like light speed. He goes fucking plaid, dude, to get out of there. Uh, and then we basically see them kind of drop some presents off, like you see in a lot of these Santa Claus movies. And then he kind of drops them off randomly. Yeah, but like, why are they going on the escapade to like drop presents off? Like, and the fairy disappears at twelve o'clock, and she's like, hey. <sighs> Just let you know, I'm. I'll always be with you, and you're brave. And I, 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 I disappear every night on this night at twelve o'clock, but I come back every uh, December twenty third to help Santa Claus. Okay, bye. I only, I, I only live one day a year. It's my sad existence, and I satisfy Santa's all of his desires with my magic wand. <laughs> now. That's how I think Oscar got this thing, right? She disappears, the fucking wand falls to earth. Oh. And and Phil Font Phil Fondacaro picks it up, and then we got our Halloween movie, man, because we got double double toil and trouble. He gives that to the Olsen twins and then it's a whole fucking thing. Right, because he didn't know it was magical. He just thought it was some bullshit. Yeah. He didn't he didn't believe. No, it turns out it could transport you to fucking Africa if it if you if you will it to, you know? <laughs> it's very powerful. Imagine that, like, they're fucking trying to, like, save Aunt Agatha, and one of them says, like, the wrong incantation and just disappears and gets mauled by, like, a fucking, uh, lion or something. <laughs> gets killed by a rhino or something, like, something ridiculous. Galloped over by a gazelle. Oh, man, like a stampede run. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, so Santa, like, takes them, they're like, he's like, okay, I gotta drop off presents to this one house first, and, like, Santa's taking a year and a day to get down this fucking chimney, right? Like, there's no way he's visiting all these houses in one night he's like okay maybe one's enough come on down kids you want to see what it's like and they do and then he drops off at church like not even their house like he drops them off at a church oh right yeah and then uh simon he goes in and you know grandma's not concerned at all for some reason and he's like takes his shoes off because i guess well he's been out in the cold all day and he puts it by the fireplace and he well, gets that's in the a, bed that's, a, that's like a euro thing to put you oh. put your shoes down and they you know you fill them with candy or whatever that's also a krampus thing too like in germany you or deutschland you uh leave your shoes out for krampus and he fills it with candy and shit if you've been good or if you've been bad you know he beats you with fucking reeds and puts you in the river and stuff but i guess that's a thing in france um he goes home and he like not only does he set his shoes out, but he sets out two chairs for like his mother and father because like I guess they'll he, he wants them to appear in the chairs I guess yeah. And then we uh, go to this church and I you know I couldn't believe Elodie's parents they were freaking the fuck out but you know they gotta watch this choir sing so it's like all right get up there kids come on get up there you gotta sing hey you were missing for like three days but you gotta sing <laughs> we don't <laughs> we don't even see elodie's parents man simon goes up to i know that's just my narrative no i know but simon goes up to his grandma she's like oh my boy okay and the teacher's like where have you been you're late we gotta sing you've been missing for four fucking days <laughs> it's stupid i'm sorry i, I- it's a kids movie but it's stupid so they go up there and of course we get you know we get our one last song from Kellen. it's like what she's like singing about noel and shit and it's just like yeah okay cool Bless this happy morning. 
and then the movie doesn't fucking end because we got to go back to the house. We got to kiss fucking grandma goodnight. We got to read the fucking letter again, and then we go to sleep. Then we wake up, and then we got to go outside, and we see the southbound shovel slayer fucking reunite with his son and kiss his granddaughter, and then he comes back inside, and then his parents are waiting for him. Simon? Ah, mom. (laughs) I got the milk, eggs, and fabric softener, but I trash Buzz's room. Sorry. And all all those uh, doors where the lock is broken, just ignore that. (laughs) I love how the police, like, drop them off, but they're not in new clothes or anything. Like, they couldn't take a shower or, like, change into, like, you know. (laughs) Couldn't give them a blanket. Yeah, or, like, warm clothes. It's fucking cold there. Anyway, they hug, and it's the Christmas miracle, Sean. And it's it's lovely, and there's another fucking song over the credits, and then it there it is, beautiful. Yeah, I I do kind of think it's hilarious though when his parents do come into the house, like Simon's kind of like creeping up on them, and they're sitting in the chairs he set up for him. He's like, "Ooh, <laughs> Santa left him right where I thought they'd be." Hooray! And yeah, you're right. That that's the movie. Beautiful, beautiful. Where is this? Uh, what, what Christmas present is this under our tree? Oh, man. I- I'm sorry to do this to you, Joe, but this is snowman poop. Oh, you got it, man. No, that's fine. Go for it. <laughs> and for the uninitiated, uh, snowman poop is this crappy, uh, you know, dollar store decoration that my mother had had for years. It is literally a plastic bag with some cotton balls inside of it, and it says snowman poop, snowman poop on it. That's what this is. Miss Mary's always giving the good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a musical guy, and I think I feel like I've said that on the show previously. Like, I, I'm not totally against the idea. Like, obviously, there's a ton of movies out there that I like that have music in them. I'm not saying that, but it's got to be done well. And in my opinion, it isn't in this. And and to Joe's point that he made a little bit earlier in the episode, maybe if this was in the original language, it wouldn't be as grating for uh, me. But sure. I just was like, I think the last movie that did this to me was like Haunted Ween, where I really was just, I mean, Haunted Ween is excessively worse than this, uh, in my opinion, but this was just really hard to sit through. <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're going to take that snowman poop, honestly, you're not going to probably hang it on the uh, doorknob like my, like my parents did. Uh, you're just gonna kind of place that in the dumpster and see where it lands. You know, I don't know. Does it does it fall to the bottom? Does does it end up in some actual poop? Possibly. Uh, but yeah, I, I did not like this movie. Uh, I'm glad I watched it because it's like so weird. And and w- when is there another chance you're gonna get to watch a movie where Santa goes to Africa to try to save a kid's parents? <laughs> it's pretty insane, yeah. I, so like on paper, I like the idea a lot. I just execution did not do it for me on this one. The, um, man, I you know I've been like speaking in a way where I sound like I don't like this movie, but it's more bewilderment than it is vitriol, right? Um, Again, like I said at the beginning, like I found this for a dollar in a fucking thrift store, and it was was one of the best dollars I've ever spent in my life because uh, if I had to compare this to a, a Christmas present, I would say this is like the definitive yuletide mdu'd right and an mdu'd is (laughs) is is our is our uh version of lewds right like 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I should have explained that earlier when I was talking about that. Yeah, for anyone that for, doesn't for know, for the uninitiated, we've talked about it before. But our but lewds are our MDUs are our lewds for this for this universe, right? And it's 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 the equivalent of taking a lewd this movie, but in the best way possible for me. This is like optimal fucking uh, Christmas time nap time. Like this is the best one of the the best movies to put on like right before bed, like you're all cozy, right? Maybe you had like a fucking uh uh peppermint schnapp hot chocolate or something, and you know the lights are dim, and you got you know your Christmas tree on, and you pop this fucker on, and and you you're all cozy in your blanket on your couch, and you could just pass right the fuck out. It's so it, it it's one of those jobs. Um, it's not a great film. By any by any means, the dubbing is fucking hilarious, and it, I think that's worth price of admission for sure. To at least watch it once. Um, this is a hoot if like you guys want to hang out with uh, your friends and uh, have a couple beers for sure, or have some eggnog with some bourbon or something. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's it's just it's just bizarre, and the songs are just so fucking weird, and it, it is a sight to behold for sure. And like Sean said, the idea of Sean uh, or the idea of Santa going to fucking Africa and having to break. Uh, two French people out of a fucking uh, militia camp is <laughs> insane. I don't think it's ever, ever been done before. So uh, No. I think the closest we ever got was in Scrooge, that, uh, the movie they're trying to put on TV. Oh, oh, the night the reindeer died? <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the $6 million man? Maybe. Yep. Um, Lee Majors! Anyway, uh... <laughs> uh yeah, I I don't hate this movie at all. Like I think it, I think it's I think it's one of those fun stupid uh Christmas movies that's that's uh it it's got a lot of charm to it and it's silly and goofy and uh you can't beat the dubbing. Um and yeah, it's just cozy. Um so that's what I think. I feel like there's one way this movie could have been improved if we just uh well, I could think of two actually. Uh one you know, b- both of them involve switching Santa out with somebody else. Uh, Mickey Rooney Santa, which I, we joked about a little bit in the episode, and specifically the one from Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Yes, yes. The drunk, yeah, the drunk one, yeah. Or Haggerty the Blue, obviously, of the Wizards of the MDU, because you don't even need Mary Ellen at that point. He could just teleport with his cigarette smoke. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Charnetsky was the fucking ogre, right? He's like, <laughs> Clean that fuck, clean my fucking chunky chicken buckets up, you son of a bitch. Where's my gut? Where's Jobby? Get that washcloth and wipe the grease off my stomach. That's it, goddammit. You better clean up that fuck. Wipe my ass, would you? Get me that chunky chicken skin. I have a hot date with Granny tonight. Put on the fucking Cubs game, I said. Um, but yeah, so, so that, that's the, Chris, uh, the Christmas that almost wasn't. I almost said, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's Here Comes Santa Claus, but, uh, but yeah, we got one more Trashing Through the Snow episode for you guys. We got, we got, uh, Don't Open Till Christmas coming up. That's our Christmas episode, our coup de gras, our, our closing episode, if you will, coming up. So don't, don't miss that. And again, uh... We got some good stuff cooking up uh, with uh, Tony from Hack the Movies. We got those two commentary tracks for um, The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 over on Patreon, on both of our Patreons. Uh, so if you're a Hack the Movies uh, patron, uh, you got that. You're a Movie Dumpster patron, you got that. If you're not signed up, hey, sign up for both. Get some good stuff. Yeah, uh, 5 or $10 tiers to get to those commentary tracks, but... Uh... Hey, if you want to just uh, join the $2 tier, we got that uh, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters mini-sode coming. There you go. Xmas marks the spot, dude. Yes, it is a, uh, it goes way back in the MDU. Uh, we've talked about it many times, whether we realized it or not. 
And uh, that'll be on Patreon soon. And uh, as of the release of this, we should have our Christmas special watch along coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. Um, If you're on Patreon, uh, don't miss it. It's on Sunday. This drops Friday. And uh, if you're not signed up for Patreon, go do it and come hang out with us. It's going to be a, a, a hol- our holiday special, our Christmas special. We're not doing just one movie. We're doing an amalgamation. We're doing like a, a it's going to be a couple different things. It's, it's, it's like a Christmas special anthology. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would say so. There's going to be a, there's going to be a few short, uh, short boys in there. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink some fucking eggnog. We're going to wear bad sweaters. Yeah. Uh, so you got to put yours on and join us for the festivities for sure. And. And that is uh, also for five and ten dollar tiers over on Patreon.com/slash/MovieDumpster. Yeah, it's live, by the way. So we we interact and chat with you folks as we're watching all this stuff, as you're watching it too. So it's yeah. it's a good time. It's a very good time. But uh, beyond that, I think uh, I, I I think I'm ready to go to the North Pole, wherever the fuck this <laughs> Santa Claus lives, and uh, you know, go go have a chat with the ogre. Oh yeah, and don't forget, definitely check out that uh, the Fellowship of the Ring episode too for over on Hack the Movies that uh, myself Joe guested on. Um, and we ask you every time, you know, do it, do us a solid, do it, spread some of that dumpster cheer, would you? Go over to wherever you get your podcast, leave us a five star review. Um, if you dig the show, please, it really helps us. If you're a long time listener and you've never interacted with us before, hey, do us a favor, come on, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Give us that review. It really helps the show uh, reach a, reach a new audience, you know. So, uh, so yeah, it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, you know. And I know there's uh, about five thousand of you on Instagram. If you could maybe, uh, you know, give that review, maybe head over to YouTube, give, you know, subscribe. Uh, we'd appreciate it. We're uh, getting close to that two thousand mark. And we want to keep uh, growing the channel uh, as we go into season five next year. So. Uh, like Joe said, do us a solid and check those out. And one uh... one of our most recent episodes has over a thousand plays on it, and we don't have a thousand reviews. So why don't you go over there if you like the episode <laughs> and leave us that review because we'd really appreciate it for sure. Exactly. So that's it. That's J'ai rencontré Lupia Noel, aka Here Comes Santa Claus, aka I Believe in Santa Claus from 1984, directed by Christian Eon. If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean Aledou Flamage O'Rourke. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Thank you.